Welcome to The Normalized Therapist, a podcast built to provide support and empowerment to all. Are you feeling stuck in a fixed mindset? It can keep us from reaching that fulfillment we want in our career, our relationship, even our life. Are you ready to make that change? Are you tired of feeling this way? I am so excited to have the opportunity to help you grow to shift your mindset, meet your goals, and reach that fulfillment you're yearning for in my very own one-on-one coaching program. If you're ready to take action for some real change in your life right now, DM me on my Instagram page at The Normalized Therapist to get connected. Let's get you back to the episode now. Hey all, and welcome back to The Normalized Therapist. Today I want to talk about something that I've been reflecting on the past couple of weeks, and especially since the new year, and really something that I was reflecting on because it's something that has completely changed my life and something that I didn't expect to change my life. And that is talking about how my morning routine has changed my life and the effects that it has had on me by simply making a shift in how I started my morning. And as I reflect back, and I've talked about this in several of my podcasts, I used to be the type that would literally have it to a T exactly what time I needed to get up to have exactly about 10 to 15 minutes to get ready for work and be out the door while grabbing my lunch and my drinks and everything as fast as I could as I was leaving the door, rushing to the to the car, and usually end up being late anyways because I didn't actually plan enough time for my morning. But all that usually left me was frazzled by the time I got to work have a sleep when I got to work still because I had barely had, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of being awake before getting to work. And I started to realize that it was having long-term effects on me throughout my day. And so when I started reflecting about the changes I wanted to make in my life about a year and a half ago, one of those was starting to realize the value of a morning routine. And I say this because my morning routine, I started recognizing, was affecting my entire day. It was affecting my symptoms of my depression. It was affecting how I was interacting with people. And even if by, you know, noon or one o'clock, I was finally awake and ready to go, I had still wasted so much time. So then self-guilt crept in because I had wasted so much of my morning not being productive, trying to still wake up and get with the picture with work. So then was I not only behind on what I wanted to do for the day and not feeling good about myself, I had that self-guilt come up because I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be. And then it was all about what had I done for the day. And by the end of the day, then I was judging of all the things I could have gotten done had I gotten up earlier. So I recognized this trickle effect that it was having on me. So by the end of the day, I didn't feel good about myself because I hadn't done the things that I knew I wanted to do because I hadn't set myself up for the ability to do those things. So I recognized it was less about productivity and it was more about I wasn't doing anything that I enjoyed throughout my day because I didn't have time. 
And most of it also was because of the way that my evenings were ending, usually late, usually out with friends, doing whatever I wanted to do versus taking care of my body and my mind and myself. <clears throat> so I want to spend a little bit of time talking about how this actually changed me and what were the steps that I did to start shifting my morning routine so that it became way more valuable and set me up for a successful day or in my mind what a successful day looked like. For me, the things that I have reflected and noticed, the drastic changes that it's had on me, the first one is that I'm able to fulfill my job better throughout the day no matter which job it is that I'm working on. Whether it's my mindset business, whether it's my full-time job at the counseling agency, whether it's coaching volleyball, whatever the job may be, I find myself way more awake by the time I get to that job, which means that I am fulfilling my job better in what my expectations are and what my employer's expectations are of me. And this feels so good because typically, like I talked about, when I'd get to work, I'd spend about the first 45 minutes to an hour just trying to wake up. But sometimes that first 45 minutes to an hour had things I needed to get done in order for the rest of the day to get to be smooth and to go the way that it needed to go. So this one was huge for me is just getting to work and already having had two and a half hours of being awake lets me do my job of exactly how I want to do it or how I need to do it for that day without having to spend half the day waking up. I also recognize that this finally gave me the time that I've been yearning for to build myself because I was actually spending time on myself. Before I used to have this glorious idea that I would spend the time on myself after work. Well then guess what, after work came, people asked me to go do things, so then I'd go do things and then I'd say by the time I get home, I'll, I'll work on myself. I'll do the things that I know are important, like reading and journaling and exercising or whatever it may be. Well, then lo and behold, I'd stay out way later than I thought I would. By the time I got home, I was exhausted. And then the cycle started again of like, oh, okay, I'll do it in the morning. And then I didn't wake up. So again, that self-guilt of not fulfilling the things that I knew that I was wanting in my life because I was prioritizing other things and I wasn't prioritizing my time. So by waking up early in the morning, I fit in the things that I want to fit in to build myself up. And this has been life changing for me because now I am becoming the person who I always knew I was, but wasn't spending time to build on and becoming even better than that, past that, because I'm actually genuinely spending the time to look inward and work on the things that I wanted to work on, the demons that I needed to work on so that I could be better at work and for my family and for my relationships or whatever it may be. And then this led into the next thing that has changed for me, which is minimizing my symptoms of depression because I'm starting my day with fulfillment. I've talked about this a lot, whether it's in my Instagram posts or my podcast episodes, that simply finding something to make you feel accomplished in can kick off your entire day to find gratitude and fulfillment in other accomplishments that you've done, no matter how small or how big you feel they are. I talk about this with making your bed in the morning, starting out with that fulfillment, that sense of purpose, that accomplishment. Well, for me, 
that is that self-growth time in the morning. And so now all of a sudden I'm starting out with these accomplishments throughout the morning that build me up, that prove to me that I am becoming who I want to be and continue to be. So therefore I'm minimizing my depression. Does it completely solve my depression? No, I still have hard days. Just because I'm talking about how my morning routine has changed my life does not mean there's not mornings where my morning routine is difficult. It's difficult to roll out of bed and do the things that I want to do in the morning. Sometimes I start the routine later than I wanted to, but I give myself grace to know that there is value in the morning routine and find peace in doing some sort of morning routine in the morning, no matter what, no matter if the depressive symptoms are higher than other days. Because what I've recognized is those days are less and less and less by doing the work of putting in the routines and working on myself. And the last thing that I've noticed that I want to share with you is that it has completely changed the way that my relationships are in my life. Because I have focused inward, it shines light outward into the relationships that I have in my life, whether it's with my family or my friendships or my intimate relationships, whatever it may be. I find more value in the time that I spend with them because now I'm able to set boundaries because I've worked on myself. I've built myself love. I know what I want out of those relationships and I don't settle for less than that now. So you might be wondering, it's easy to talk about a morning routine if you don't have kids or you don't have this or you don't have that. And you're right. There are certain barriers that others are going to face that I don't face for my morning routine. And I recognize that. But my challenge for you is that I don't want you to match my morning routine and how I've done it. I want you to reflect inward of what would change for you if you shifted the way you started your day. Because the reality is, and one thing that changed for me is recognizing this, the reality is, is when you start your day, you are setting yourself up for how the rest of your day might look. That doesn't mean you can't shift at some point later in the day. But think about how much would change if you just started with the shift. Started with the routine that sets yourself up to feel success within yourself. So my challenge is that as I walk through these steps of what I did to build a self or a morning routine for myself, I challenge you to think about what would actually change if you change your morning routine. Are you like I used to be where you simply literally have it time to a T of exactly what time you need to wake up to have the minimum amount of time to get ready for work and be out the door or the minimum amount of time to get your kids ready, get yourself ready and get out the door. What would shift if you worked on yourself, if you worked on your family in the morning, if you spend some quality time in the morning so there's less pressure in the evenings to do those things and more free time to go do the things that you'd like to do outside of the house as safe as possible with the quarantine? What would shift for you? And that's where I started to recognize is that the power is in that decision. Like I said, there are some days that are harder than others. If I don't get enough sleep the night before, it affects my morning routine. So my morning routine trickles into my evening routine, making sure I get to bed in time to get enough hours of sleep to fulfill my need of sleep to wake up in the morning and do my morning routine. 
So let me talk you through some steps that I did or questions I asked myself in order to build my self-routine for the morning. So I asked myself, what fills me up? This is so important because if you don't know what fills you up, you may fill your morning routine with all these things, but they're not actually building you to who you want to be and filling you up to start your day. For me, recognizing that exercise or some kind of movement in the morning is huge. And this shifts all the time for me. Last summer, I did a 30-day challenge where I was doing yoga every morning. When the winter came, that shifted. We got a treadmill, and I was starting to do a mile on the treadmill every morning. Then that shifted when we had to stage our house as we're trying to sell our condo. So now I walk my dog in the morning for a mile only with her versus the treadmill and walking her. So it, it can shift. It doesn't have to remain exactly the same. But I know for me, having some sort of exercise in the movement or movement in the morning is a necessity to set me up for a good day. Getting those natural endorphins flowing for me because depression is the thing that I battle the most. So when I know that, my exercise and movement doesn't have to look exactly the same every morning, but I know that the time that I set aside for that needs to be dedicated for exercise or movement. So what fills you up? Maybe it's getting time to read in the morning. Maybe it's time to get uh, to journal in the morning. Maybe it is time spent with your kids in the morning and building those relationships. What is it that fills you up? Once we find that out, then we can ask ourselves, how can I add it into my mornings and where can I add it into my mornings? And this one was huge. For me, setting up where I'm going to be working on my business in the morning and where I'm going to be working on self-development is super important because if I let them continue to, to seep into one another, then I'm never giving 100% focus to each one. And so I specifically time block and time chunk that this is the order that things are going to go. And again, this can shift. When I had my treadmill still here for um, a couple months ago, that was the first thing I did when I woke up is I went and hopped on the treadmill and I read from my book. Now that I don't have the treadmill and I walk my dog, walking my dog is the last thing I do before I leave for work so that I make sure that I fit in the time to go walk her. So I make sure I get everything else out of the way and then I go walk her. So even though I have a time chunk for each thing that I want to do in the morning does not mean that I can't shift those time blocks. So ask yourself, when you first wake up, what's going to be more successful, getting your exercise in or doing your journaling first? For me, doing journaling first does not work because I'm still waking up. So if I journal first in the morning, I know that I'm not giving 100% to that journaling. So I choose something, whether it's exercise or the business, that I can work on first, that I know that I can be successful doing that when I first wake up. So what fills you up, how can you add it in, and where can you add it in in your morning? Which leads to the next important question is, how much time do I need to complete these things so I'm not rushing? Because here's the thing, you don't want to do all this morning routine and then at the end still be rushing to get to work, and so you're feeling frazzled when you get to work anyways, after you've already spent two and a half hours being awake. 
And this is where the time blocking can be really helpful because then you're not going over and you know exactly how much time and you know exactly what time you need to wake up and be up out of bed. So if it takes you a while to wake up, set your alarm earlier than your time that you want to start. And this is exactly what I do for myself. I know myself and I hit snooze at least one time before I wake up. So I set my alarm 15 minutes before the time that I need to be up and started on my morning routine so that I'm not wasting 15 minutes of my morning routine waking up and getting up. So what time do you need to wake up in order to fit these things into your morning routine? And it doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to start with the two and a half hours like I have right now. I've built up to that. It used to be about an hour and a half before the time I needed to get to work. If you only have 20 minutes to do this before your kids wake up, then give yourself at least those 20 minutes. Find the time that you need, what you want to do, how much time you need to spend on those, and set your alarm to be successful, to be up and started at the time that you need to start. And the last thing is how can you change it up to build more experiences? Like I said, there are certains that I know I need in my morning routine to fill that fulfillment. One of them is exercise and movement, and one of them is reading or journaling. But I don't necessarily do it in the same exact order every single time. Every couple weeks or every couple months, I shift it, or it gets shifted based on the needs that are happening in my life right now. Because let's face it, life is not perfect and life is ever changing. So to expect to have the same morning routine every single day for the next 15 years, if you can do that, that's awesome. But for some of us, that shift has to happen and we have to revamp it. Like for example, something as simple as me staging my condo to try to sell it, my treadmill is no longer here in my condo. So I could say, oh, I don't have my treadmill so I won't get my exercise in the morning but I know that that's going to affect me throughout the day and that affects my symptoms of depression. So instead of choosing that, I chose a different way to make sure that exercise gets in my day and exercise happens for my dog. And so it's a win-win because I'm getting in what I need in my morning routine while also taking care of my, my pet. So what is it that fills you up? What for sure needs to be in your morning routine how can you add it in? How much time do you need to do it? And how can you change it up every once in a while or shift it and be prepared for the shift that may be needed if life just happens? So my challenge for you today, like I talked about before, is to take some time and ask yourself, genuinely ask yourself, if you shifted your morning routine, what would shift for you? And if you recognize that making that shift would actually be helpful, start asking you the, yourself these questions. What does fill you up? What could you add in the mornings to set your day up to be more successful and more fulfilling for you? Where can you add it in? How can you add it in? In what order do you want to do it? How much time do you need to spend on each? And recognize that no, it does not have to be three hours that you're spending on self-development in the morning. It could be a simple shift of 15 to 20 minutes in the morning. And then start reflecting, how has that changed your life? This was huge for me. 
And one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode is because as I look back, my more successful moments in self-development over the past year and a half have been when I made sure my morning routines were happening. And I was doing the things that fill me up in the morning to start my day to fill up the rest of my day. Thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me on my Instagram page at The Normalized Therapist or on Facebook at Jessica Forshe Mindset Transformation Coaching. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, tag me in it so we can continue to grow organically. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. And as always, remember, we are stronger than these moments and we will get through this together.